It's such a joy and a delight to have you join us for today's broadcast. I trust that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you. Why don't you sit back, relax, and please don't change that channel and let us see what God has to say to us today. Without light, there is no sight and men will be lost. So when God says that you are the light of the world, it means it is through you that the world sees. Some of you do not realize that it is because you exist in that family that there's deliverance for your family. You are a carrier of his presence. You are his representative on the face of the earth. Wherever you show up, God shows up. When you're filled with God's agenda, you become indestructible to any of his plans. Somebody bless the name of Jesus. You see, you are a carrier of God's very own presence. I'm here to let somebody know that God says I have treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of it may not be of us, but it is of him. God has an uncanny way of putting precious things in places where you least expect it. Who puts treasure in dirt? Tell somebody but God. But my God. Now somebody may be sitting right next to you today. And they think that you look like a nothing. But I want you to tap somebody sitting next to you. Tell them, hey brother or sister. If you knew who was sitting next to you right about now. You'll be asking me for my autograph. I'm planning to take me out for lunch and pay for it too. Bless the name of Jesus. You are a carrier of precious cargo. And may I announce to somebody in this house that you are an ambassador for Jesus. Ambassadors are not ordinary people. They are VIPs. So next time you step out your house, when the sun rises and you look at yourself in the mirror, thank God Almighty, I'm awake today. I'm a very important personality in God's agenda for my generation and for today. Put your hands together for the Lord. I do not say that lightly, but I mean it with every word because that's what God says about you. And you and you and you. And yes, you up there too. That's who you are to God. You're not no ordinary person. Did you know that when God made you, he said, let us make man in our likeness and in our image. And let him have dominion over the earth. God works smart. He doesn't really, he, he, he doesn't waste his time working you know there are people that you know the, the, the way they work they're it's like standing on a treadmill and running and you're kind of sweating a whole bunch on the same spot god works smart he said i'll make me a template of humanity and i'm never going to go back in the dust to make another one bless the name of jesus 
He said, I wouldn't even just make it. And that from then on was every one of his humans that was created came in the same similitude and template like he made the first time. And do you know something that's incredible about him? Billions have lived on the face of this earth. Seven billion right now. And count one, two, three. Count everybody in the house. Sitting next to you everywhere. Not two of you has he made the mistake. His computer has never had a glitch to, for any reason, put two people with the same DNA that God. It has not made the mistake to put the same fingerprints on any one of you. And may I submit to somebody that if a billion more were born on the face of this earth, he never gets a glitch. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. That God. And would you imagine that it, it, it was not even enough for him to stop there, but he decided, I am going to share of my glory with you. You're a being so important and so relevant to my plan. I know I hear people say, you know, why did God make man? Eh, maybe God was so, you know, he must have been so lonely. So he was looking for uh, people, you know, to talk to. So he made man. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He is not an incompetent God, tell somebody. He is God and self-sufficient in his sufficiency. Bless the name of Jesus. That God. But may I let somebody know that when he made you, he wanted to reflect himself so that when he looks on the face of the earth, just like you look in a mirror, I see a reflection of me on earth. Tell somebody I reflect God. I reflect him. I know who my papa is. Bless the name of Jesus. Let's put up the first slide. 2 Corinthians. If you put up the scripture for me, 2 Corinthians 5. We're going to read. And may I crave your indulgence? Can we please rise as we read together militantly? 2 Corinthians 5. Let's stand. Let's stand to our feet. 5, 17 to 21. Now let's go. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are. Who is? Who is? Smack your own chest. Say, I am an ambassador for Christ. It says, though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God, for he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen and amen. You may be seated in God's presence. Our God is a good God. We are ambassadors for Jesus. The Bible says that we are ambassadors. You know what an ambassador is? An ambassador is someone that has been sent from one kingdom to represent the affairs of that kingdom in another kingdom. Praise Jesus. An ambassador is sent from Trinidad, I say Trinidad, to the United States. Is he from the United States? Is he a citizen of the United States? He's a citizen of Trinidad. 
But when he comes here, if anybody wants to get a visa and get entry, the ambassador is in the embassy and he presides and represents the affairs of the nation he represents in another country. May I submit to you that in our time and day, I believe the order of God was to represent this, but there may have been perver perversion by humanity. God's pattern was for us to take of heaven's glory, colonize the earth wherever we find ourselves with the principles and the order and the mindset of the kingdom that we come from. Isn't it amazing? If you read history, you'll find when back in the day when the British colony, the, the Great Britain colonized, there is no continent on the face of the earth that at some point did not have a British colony. And there's something that boggles my mind because I realize that any nation that will put God first and propagate the purpose and the cause of God is soon to rise to be a, a world power. We have seen it happen with the Roman Empire. We saw it happen with Great Britain and on and on and on. And today, United States of America stands as one of the number one propagators of the gospel of Jesus on the face of the earth. Is it any wonder that everybody wants the American dream? I never heard anybody ask for the Afghani, Afghanistan or Iraqi dream yet. Somebody bless the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord. Be thankful that you're here. Be thankful to God. See, we're not just here by accident. We're here by God's design. Many of the African countries that you would hear about or that you know anybody from are mostly countries that have largely embraced the gospel of Jesus. Think about it. Many of you have met a doctor from, I don't want to mention no countries in case there's somebody in the house from there. Think about the nations that you've known people from. Tell somebody we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. You see, light has a, a characteristic that is so incredible that it does not permit darkness a choice or an opinion. When light shows up, darkness has no choice but to be dispelled. You see, because without light, there is no sight. If you're, in, if you're an ophthalmologist or you know anything about the anatomy of the eye, I know you, you, you guys do it in, in high school now, you'll know that at the back of your eyes are photoreceptors. In order for you to see an object, it is the effect of light. The nerve cells that go to bring sight in and of themselves can do nothing if there's no light. Praise the Lord. Light is what brings sight. Without light, there is no sight and men will be lost. So when God says that you are the light of the world, it means it is through you that the world sees. Somebody bless Jesus. It is through me that the world sees. Say it to yourself. 
It is through me that the world sees. Some of you do not realize that it is because you exist in that family that there's deliverance for your family. Some of us do not realize that on that job, the reason why that business has not gone down is because you're there. Somebody ought to clap and put their hands together for the Lord. You are a carrier of his presence. You are his representative on the face of the earth. Wherever you show up, God shows up. Somebody didn't hear me. Wherever you show up, God shows up as a child of God. Please, if we could have slide number one. You see, as an ambassador, you have certain roles that you have to play. Number one, it says to live like Christ representative. It is onus on us as ambassadors to live representing the kingdom we come from. May I tell somebody, you see, I look at people turn up their nose sometimes in pride and want to be hoity-toity and look down on other people. I tell folk all the time, don't you ever look down on anybody except it is to condescend to their level to lift them up to where God wants them to be. That's what Jesus did for us. Jesus who knew no robbery. Jesus who knew no sin. Became the embodiment of sin. Condescending to our levels to lift us up where exactly we belong. That person is God's creation and don't you ever forget it. Naked you came in this world and naked you will leave this earth. There's nothing that you have on this side of life. I don't care the number of degrees that you may have acquired. More than a thermometer for all I care. None of it will leave this earth with you. Everything you have, if not for God, it is so that you could accomplish what our motherland has asked you to accomplish. You know, when a nation colonizes another nation, they'll call it the motherland. They'll call the ambassador the mission to that nation. Tell somebody I'm on a mission. From your date of birth to your date of death, D-O-B to D-O-D, you are on a mission. You are not here by your own self. You are not here on your own accord. You are not here on your own terms. Now, let me ask you, which one of you was in the council of heaven when they decided who your mother and your father were going to be? But you're not here on your own terms. And you cannot live life on your own terms. You didn't put yourself here. Let me ask you, an ambassador, is he in the country? Just get up from his country, decide, I want to go from Trinidad. Let me go to a Trinidadian, a true Trinidadian. Let me go and live in America. Just get up and go. I want to be an ambassador of my nation. Did he decide to appoint himself? Did he decide to call himself? The answer is no. He is called, he is appointed, he is sent by an authority that is ready to back up that authority with the force of that nation. We heard of a drone recently struck down, one of our drones. And the first question everybody's asking is, was it an accident? Was it for real? And the next question we're asking is, are they trying us? 
And I guarantee you our ambassador and our embassy is the first place that they go to to say, once the ambassador of a nation in another nation leaves, that means relationship and whatever that nation wanted to do in that place is done. That's why I'm convinced. I know some theologians say that the rapture, the, the time of tribulation will be before rapture. Some say it'll be during, some say it'll be after. I guarantee you that based on God's word, I want to believe that because you are light, he will not allow you to see corruption. That's what the Bible says. We're not going to be here during that time. You are the essence of this life, child of God. You are a carrier of precious cargo. Only when the ambassadors leave that Satan can try to rear his head. So somebody can't touch this one. Ah, he's literally going around looking for which one he can touch. So somebody can't touch this one. Ah. When you stand to represent the kingdom that you come from as an ambassador, that kingdom stands to back you up with the authority and the force of that nation. But this one is the one that grieves my heart. Is the ambassador here to do what the ambassador likes? Can the ambassador of Trinidad do whatever he likes when he gets to the United States? Oh, you know what? I think I like how them Nigerians uh, do this and that. So, you know what? I'm going to listen to the Nigerian president and every one of you come from Trinidad have to tie your head. Amen. Praise God. God is good. Can he? And what happens when an ambassador does not do the mission that he was sent to do? He gets recalled. May the Lord never recall us before our time. There are only two places. Two instances that an ambassador can leave a nation. Number one, he is not doing what he was supposed to do. And number two, he has finished what he was supposed to do. May your testimony be that you will finish and you will finish right. Bless the name of Jesus. That's why in communion it says, some who will eat unworthily, not discerning the body. They have died early. May that not be our story in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. If we put up slide number one, I want to share some scriptures with us about the role of an ambassador. You put up the first slide and we'll go through the scriptures. It says, live like Christ's representative. If you have that scripture up in Philippians 1.27 in the NCV, it says, be sure that you live in a way that brings honor to the good news of Christ. Live in a way that brings honor to the good news of Jesus Christ. Do people at work see you and want to be a part of your God? There are two things that people see when they see a Christian. Number one, I want to be a part of this. Number two, if this is what Christianity is about, I don't want any part of it. Now, the choice is yours. Which do you think God wants you to represent? I want.
want you to understand that as a child of God, you represent his affairs on the face of the earth. You are a bridge builder. Kingdom just means a king is dominating. But the devil steps in and turns the king into a dumb, D-U-M-B. Bless the name of Jesus. Adam did not realize his authority. Whenever we do not realize what we carry on the inside, we begin to act dumb. D-U-M-B. So the king begins to be king dumb, not kingdom. And he lost it all. But in Christ Jesus, God built a bridge to bring you and I back, reconcile us back to where we ought to have been in the first place. And after he had done that, he turned over that ministry to each and every one of us sitting in here. My brothers, my sisters, every single one of you sitting in here who knows the name of the Lord, you are called of God. Tell somebody, I'm called of God. I'm appointed of God to represent his affairs. Not the pastors only, not the deacons, not the elders, not the choristers, but everyone that name it the name of Jesus. You are called of God to represent him on this side of life. You are called to declare his glory and his goodness. You're a bridge builder. But can I tell you something about building bridges? Get ready, get ready, get ready. When you build bridges, get ready to be walked all over. What are bridges meant for? As monuments? What do people do on bridges? They walk on them. So don't feel bad when you stand for Christ. You know, the Bible says they slap you one way, you turn the other cheek. <laughs> I told them all a story earlier today about when I had to turn my cheek a number of times in life. It's not in everything that you've got to show them who do they think they're dealing with. The question I ask you is, do you give everybody punch for punch? Blow for blow. Somebody does something. Some of us, we cannot rest. We're so vindictive. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I believe I'm saying it to the benefit of somebody in the house. So just because she did this to you, so you've got to go around and, you know, punch and sully and muddy and do all kind of stuff just because they punch. So you got to give them a woman, a one and a two. Is that what Jesus representative is supposed to do on the face of the earth? Where went vengeance is mine, I will repay. Now I'm not saying it to make myself sound all righteous and pious, praise the Lord. I had my day this morning. I just flew in from the nation of Trinidad. My flight landed at 4.45 a.m. Took off at 12 midnight last, well, this morning. Praise God. Air hostess that looks like she could be my daughter. Should be saying yes, ma'am, to me. Right at the counter, they're both of us traveling. And I had the other party's luggage with mine. She said, oh, that's too heavy. I said, oh, I'm just holding it because I have the stroller bag. It's too heavy. When we get to the door, she'll take a... No, 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 I want you to check that bag in. Of course, I'm like, okay, forget her, no problem, nothing. And it was when I got to the door of the plane that I realized what the situation was. She stuck a sticker on the other sister who flew in with me this morning. 
And that sticker means that sister was going to be pulled away from me by the time I made it to the door. She was put through a special security check. They checked, patted her down in one section, checked every nook, every cranny, every corner. And she didn't have anything with her because I had most of her luggage with me. And then they left the first place to take her to a second place for more checks. And then I went, you know, I'm feeling so sorry for this young lady. It's her first time visiting this nation, I'm trying to make things smooth. So I used my upgrade privilege and I upgrade her seat from economy. I said, oh, she's going to feel better now. I'm at the counter and the guy at the counter tells me, well, we've been looking for her because we have more security checks for her. I could not believe my eyes. And then finally, I get to the gate just as I'm about to step foot. This young child grabs me. Didn't I tell you to check in that bag? I could not believe it for the life of me. My first instinct, FAA, her boss, her company. Young child, what's your name? As then she tells me a fake name. I sat down on my seat when I got on the plane. She takes the bag, I empty it out because you know, you don't want to, when you're on these planes, you don't want to behave anyhow and show them anyhow and look like you're the one messing up. And so I hand her the bag and it had the clothes because I wasn't sure, you know, on the airline, I have to be in church by 9 a.m. this morning, just in case my luggage doesn't come, something doesn't happen, at least I have something to appear in church with. She takes it away with her. I sat down in my seat, I didn't know way. I don't believe that's her name. I am going to write a report to every boss, the president of the airline, the FAA, and report her to every level. She doesn't need to be working here. Tell somebody, pray for Pastor Alice. Amen. I'm confessing my sins in church. Confess, confession time. I got up from my seat, went to the door, and yep, she was still standing there. I said, ma'am, I have the right to see your ID badge. I want to see it. And she hides it. I said, let me see that badge now. And she trembles with trembling hands, shows me. I said, okay, thank you. I wrote it down. And as I sat down in my seat... I heard the Holy Spirit tell me. So now the Bible has become, when they slap you, you turn around and give them a whammy. And I said to myself, I will crush her. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, crush her. Is that what Jesus will do? We are so thankful for the opportunity to be able to come to your home, your office, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. Now, if you don't know Jesus, can I pray with you? Just say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. I receive you today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, please call to let us know. Our phone number is on the screen. We would love to pray with you. Or if you want us to pray with you concerning anything, we would love to agree with you in prayer. But be kind to go onto our website, call into our church office, let us hear from you. We would love to pray with you. Additionally, if the message has been a blessing to you and you want the message in its entirety for a small donation to the ministry, we will rush the CD or the DVD to you. Call in, let us know, we'll get it down to you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you fellowship with us at Grace International Church. Look forward to seeing you. And remember these words from Romans chapter 5 verse 17, the B part says, And we who have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. We will be back at this same station 
at this same time next week to bring you more word from the Lord. We love you. God bless you.